Welcome to another exciting broadcast episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live worldwide from the brand new Holly Springs Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a very interesting and fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about how more women than men have affairs during their marriages. Let me repeat that. We're going to be talking about new research and studies that show and demonstrate that now more women are cheating on their men in marriages. In other words, women cheat at higher rates than men in marriages. They have more affairs. This is a big, significant change in American society. 50 years ago, if you looked at this same kind of stuff, who cheats more, men or women, you'd find out that 50 years ago, men cheated more often than women. That has changed in just one generation. So you may ask yourself, what is it that changed over the last 50 years and now women cheat more than men? And of course, American culture has not kept up with this. Most people aren't aware of this. Of course, most people don't read newspapers, so they're not aware of much of anything. But in this particular circumstance, if you ask most Americans, who do you think cheats more, men or women? Most people would probably say men, because it used to be that way. But the reality, according to the scientific research, is that women now cheat more than men in marriages. Well, the question is, is why? And what are the numbers? And when did this happen? And and why the change in just one generation? And what does this mean for the decline and fall of America? when the wives and mothers of America are now slinking around and lying and sleeping with men that are not their husbands during the marriage at greater rates than the husbands. And why is it that men are more loyal than women now? Isn't that a big change? And why is it that most Americans are just completely not aware of this change? You know, well, let's talk about this. We're going to be reading an article today and we'll discuss it afterwards. The article is from the New York Post. The New York Post is one of the oldest newspapers in the United States in continuous publication. It focuses oftentimes on research, statistics, university studies. That's what I find interesting. That's what I like to discuss. Show me the science. Show me the data. Show me the statistics. That's what we discuss here on this podcast. And what does it mean for the decline and fall of America? So I will read this article that appeared in the New York Post, and afterwards we'll discuss it. And you can make up your own mind. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Was this inevitable? Did this have to happen? And does this have any effect on the fabric of America if women, married women, are now slinking around, screwing other men that are not their husbands? Let's read the article. Quote, science, and by the way, the headline of the article is, women are more likely to cheat than men. Here's why. Quote, science is finding that women struggle more than men when it comes to staying faithful in relationships. Quote, even when your marriage is good, you still miss that rush of feelings, so excited that you can't eat or sleep when you're having such an intense time emotionally and sexually with a new person. That's what I keep going after, and that's what I couldn't say no to. Quote, that's how Annika, age 45, described her experiences with cheating, and she's far from alone. According to a growing body of research, many women in long-term relationships are sexually adventurous and have secret lovers. Quote, the view that it's mostly men who cheat because their partners lose interest in sex is outdated. 
Science says it's actually women who are struggling more with monogamy because they get bored in the bedroom. Women crave sexual variety. And while some stifle their desire, others will be unfaithful. Wednesday, Wednesday Martin, an anthropologist and author of Untrue, refers to this new research as the Great Correction. Martin interviewed dozens of sociologists, sex researchers, and anthropologists for her book on female infidelity and says, The sad, sorry picture painted of the female libido is grossly wrong. It's alive and kicking and eager to be satisfied. Quote, The new research is correcting the false notions that women have lesser libidos, that women are actually are naturally monogamous, that it's easier for women to partner for life, explained Martin. Quote, women don't like sex less than men, but they do get bored of sexual sameness. And while males may have higher levels of spontaneous desire, women take the lead for responsive or triggered desire. Quote, spontaneous desire is when you suddenly think it'd be nice to have sex. Comes over you like a hunger or a thirst, says Martin. Quote, response or trigger desire occurs when something suggests the idea of sex to you. You're watching something or reading something or a partner initiates a sexual encounter and you get turned on. And for that type of desire, women's libidos are every bit as strong as men's. We've internalized this idea that men are the randier sex and that's untrue. Quote, Martin says it's a myth that women cheat for emotional reasons while men cheat for sexual reasons. That is also being overturned. She cites research by Missouri State University on a group of women who use the Ashley Madison website specifically to cheat. The research exploded several of our most dearly held notions about female infidelity, that women only cheat when they are unhappy in their marriages, and that unlike men, they seek emotional connection, not sexual gratification, and that women just stumble into affairs, says Martin. Quote, the women studied went on the site They created a profile. They vetted the candidates. They met them in person. They auditioned them. This is a very intentional process. They wanted to find partners for sex. They reported being in sexless or orgasmless marriages, and they simply wanted what they couldn't get at home. But most were otherwise happily partnered or married, and these affairs were a way for them to remain in their primary relationship. So there goes the myth that women who cheat are unhappily married. Another critical piece of research from Dr. Miana at the University of Nevada found that the institutionalization in a long-term partnership dampens women's sexual desires more than men's. Men who have regular sex with their partners are satisfied sexually with their relationship, but it's not the same for women, she says. Quote, now sex researchers are entertaining the possibility that women simply need variety and novel sexual experiences more than men do, Martin says. Quote, it's a notion that women like Gabriella, age 28, from, from a town called Sydney, have been aware of for some time. Quote, I've had a lot of affairs since my first long-term relationship when I was at the university, Gabriella says. Quote, I love sex. I get bored easily, but men take an affair as an affront to their masculinity. They think that they should be enough for me, and when I try to discuss ways of keeping the interest alive, they treat me as if I'm not normal. What should normal be? A woman who lies back and puts up with boring sex just for the sake of it? And that's the story women have been sold, and it's just wrong. Quote, further exploding the myth that women are made for monogamy is the work of biopsychologist Meredith Shevers at Queen's University in Canada. Shevers and her team invited men and women to watch porn 
while they had monitors on their bodies to measure their physical response and blood flow. And it showed their sexual arousal. Straight men were mostly turned on by images of heterosexual sex and women having sex with women. But heterosexual women had a more varied arousal menu. Quote, women's bodies responded to men having sex with men, women having sex with women, women and men having sex and images of an erection. We traditionally think men get turned on by everything. And the truth is that the woman's body responds to more sexual stimuli, says Martin. Quote, so does the unleashed female libido always lead to infidelity? It doesn't have to, says Martin. Not if women can talk frankly to their partner about their desires for sexual variety and adventure. She says they can avoid the inevitable boredom that besets many long-term relationships. Quote, women start providing service sex. He wants it. I really don't want to, but I'll get it over with. Then the women get into a cycle of thinking, I guess I really don't like sex. It's actually that they're not liking the sex with the partner they've been at with for many years, she explains. A simple thing couples can do is to start a new exciting activity together, such as learning how to kayak or dance together. Couples get a rush of hormones similar to what we experience in puppy love. So you get a feeling of excitement without going outside your relationship, she explains. Quote, imagine how much better relationships would be if couples understood that when a woman starts to feel sexually bored, this doesn't have to mean the end. Think of the marriages and relationships that could be improved if women could discuss their desires for sexual adventures and work with their partners and find solutions that bring them closer together. Well, there you go. That's from the New York Post newspaper. And, you know, the researchers, these were three different universities. So, and the universities aren't near each other. And these are three different researchers at three different universities. And they're all saying the same thing. Women cheat more than men in marriages. So why is that? What happened? What changed in the last 50 years? What was different 50 years ago than it, than it is now? Why is it that women are more comfortable going out and sleeping with other people behind the backs of their partners? Well, this is what's happening. I'm not saying I agree with it or disagree with it. I'm not saying I approve it or disapprove of it. I'm not passing a value judgment here. I'm just simply trying to make people aware that this is what's going on and asking the question, what do you think this means for the decline and fall of America? Is this good for families? What happens when the man finds out? What happens when the woman finds a partner she likes better than her husband? Is this contributing to the high rates of divorce we have in American society? That people are looking to have sex outside of the marriages, and after they do that, well, the marriages blow apart. Because either they don't want to be in the marriages any longer, or the other person finds out, or the other person realizes this person's not interested in having sex with me anymore. So when that blows apart, what does it do to the children? Yeah, I know, the children, as if Americans should actually give a thought about them. What does this mean when parents walk away from a marriage? They walk away from their children. Not always. Sometimes they co-parent successfully, but it's a pretty frequent occurrence where you see people, oftentimes men, and they just don't pay any time or attention, or they just pay the minimum child support, and that's it. They're doing just the bare minimum to get by. You know, and, and so who pays the price? Well, the men do. I would suggest that they don't have regular interactions with their own children, but I'd also suggest, I would also suggest that it's the children that pay the price. So what happens if women or men are cheating in a, in a relationship and one partner or the other goes, I'm done with this family? What does that do to the young children? They're growing up without mothers or fathers, or they're growing up with mothers and fathers, but in a divorce situation where the kids are passed between them like a football every week. 
So I'm asking you people, I'm not telling you, I'm asking you, what do you think? Is the fact that people are cheating more now than in the past, does that have an impact on America? Does that have an impact on society? The fact that women are doing more of the cheating than the men, does that have an impact on society? I know it's countercultural. We're, we're, we're raised to think that women, you know, are defenders of the marriage and the family. Well, sometimes that is the case, but increasingly it's not. So I ask you, look around you, look at the people you know. What does this mean for the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Holly Springs studios in the great misty beyond. Wishing you a great day.